0: Hello, and welcome to the Film Lines podcast. This week our sponsor is Tom, because we're hmm. not good enough to have sponsors. Tom, from the brand you trust. Nice. I'm Luke, and that was Tom, endorsing Tom. I am Tom. Please buy my, um... Body. As a user of Tom, I would not recommend it. Oh, come the on. The shipping was slow, and the quality was uh, shoddy at best. Harsh. Tom, would you like to hear what's happening in the world of film in general? I thought we both enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, Uh, yeah. hit me with some news, Luke. Do you like it when actors get run over? It depends on the actor. Well, an actor's been run over. Uh, The Maze Runners, Dylan O'Brien, has been run over on the set of the third Maze Runner film. Okay, I know who that is. I vaguely know who that is. How do you feel about that? Poor guy, uh, I hope he's okay. Yeah, he's fine, I think. Okay, that's good. When it's not like. There's not an awful lot to say because I don't really know much about Dun O'Brien. You seem like you don't know loads either. Do you know much about getting run over by cars? Heard it hurts. Heard it's not great for
1: the. spine. Yeah. Nice. Or really any of the bones. What about. the larynx? Not a fan. It's not a fan of it. This is, a, this is a weird
0: tangent. Next yeah. item of news. Um, Frozen 2 goes into production in April, I believe. So, like, tomorrow's month. Bad. Not a fan of Frozen? I, I don't like sequels to any sort of Disney film. I don't really like Frozen. Frozen's okay, but... I feel like it's a pretty self-contained story, don't you think?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's very fair. So, like, did you know there was, like, three Lion King films?
0: Yeah, there's the Lion King... The Lion King 2, where um, there's like two rival tribes, and it's uh, Simba's child, and I think it's his daughter falling in love with another one, it's like Romeo and Juliet, but with lions. Okay. So they kind of work their way through Hamlet, Romeo and Juliet. And then the third one's uh, Lion King 3, Akuta Matata, where it's the first film from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective or something. Oh. Uh, They're not great. I haven't yeah. seen them since I was about four. See, I'd never seen two or three, and I think there's a reason for that, and I think it's well. There's a reason all. why we own the VHS of Lion King two, I assume, somewhere in our house. I'm pretty certain. I don't know. Mm. I'm not gonna watch it. No, Frozen two gets a gets the downvote from Tom. Yeah. Uh, Terminator six, Arnold Schwarzenegger's adamant it's still happening, but they were after Genesis. They were kind of like, look, guys. We wanted to make a new trilogy, but I don't think we've started off well here. Yeah, that's fair. I thought Genesis was entertaining though. Yeah, I thought it was an okay if he, apart from the script, which was just so holy yeah. full of holes. Was a bit. That's very fair. But I like Schwarzenegger, and if it makes him happy, good.
1: Yeah. Isn't I'd he? I mean I'd pirate T
0: six. I don't know if I'd see it at the cinema. Is that your rating system? Yeah, I'd pirate it. I wouldn't pay for it, but I'd watch it. Yeah, I'd, I'd steal it. <laughs> you'd, you'd break it out on Schwarzenegger's house, uh, have a look through some of his stuff, see what his stance on gay marriage is, then leave. Yeah. With Terminator 6. There's a bit of an insider. Uh... Yeah, we were just talking about uh, his stance on gay marriage because for many years Schwarzenegger said, or rather 12 years ago he said, I think gay marriage should be between a man and a woman. And it wasn't clear what he meant by that, but he's recently come out strongly in favour of gay marriage, so presumably he's always been rather for it, which is rather nice. Yeah, it's good. Um, Are you familiar with the greatest actor on earth, Tyrese Gibson? Um, You know the guy in The Fast and Furious? Have you ever seen Cinemasins? You know the guy where it's Here's your paycheck, Tyrese. It's a funny joke on that. Never mind. In any case, Tyrese Gibson, not a very good actor. Possibly a musician as well. I don't know. He's in Fast and Furious and Transformers. He wants to be Green Lantern in the new Green Lantern film. And apparently, they're actually going to talk to him about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. This could just be him bullshitting or some kind of rumour. But This sounds similar
1: to when like your mum goes like, I'll think about it. Yeah, then again, the Green Lantern franchise really doesn't have... It had those giant
0: gas clouds going through it, that's pretty good. It doesn't really have the pick of the actors, I don't imagine. It got John Hurt, and John Hurt only appears in pretty much everything. That's not, you know, too bad. Oh poor John Hurt. And then this last bit of news relates directly... Well, actually, you know, technically it's two bits of news, and they're both Batman v Superman related... Yeah, And as you'll probably be able to tell from the title, it's the big Batman v Superman special. Yeah. Because we went to see it. We did. And we'll get into that it hot be. mess of a film. Get right in there amongst Henry Cavill, weird character motivations and sad fleck. Yep. But yeah, Zack Snyder said he was considering putting the Joker and the Riddler in the film. Ooh. But then he said, nah, I think that might be too much. And... Presumably you've seen Batman v Superman. It's good that he had that
1: inkling. I mean, far too late, but he had an inkling that there's too much in the film.
0: Either you've seen the trailers, you've seen nothing, or you've seen the film. If you've seen absolutely any kind of marketing material, or the film itself, you'll know there's a lot going on Mm. that doesn't really need to be there, necessarily. Yeah, that's right. So it's weird that he thought to himself, we don't need these two villains, because you don't. He's not the kind of person who would realise that, really, is he? No, not really. Because at this point, he is just a rich man's Michael Bay. Nah. Yeah. I don't like him much. Watchman's good, though. Watch Watchmen instead. Who watches the Watchman? I do. Great film. However, what does Michael Shannon think about the whole Batman v Superman debate? I don't know, Luke. What I does it? he think? I have it in my hands. Otherwise known as Tom's Phone. He's Michael got- Shannon was asked who he, who he thought he would win, right? Yep. And comic book fans are like, well, it could go either way because they both have particular skill sets. Casual fans are kind of like, surely Superman would win because he's more powerful. And that's all fair. Well, Michael Shannon's probably got the best response. Uh, Tom, would you like to read it out, in fact, but, uh, doing the Michael Shannon shouting from Man of Steel?
1: I don't know what Michael Shannon shouting is. Oh, the bit the bit
0: where he shouts, I will find him
1: oh, six times. I don't want to do that. Oh, come on. You can read it out anyway. <laughs> you, you do it if you want to do the shouting bit. Nah, no, nah, no, you, just, you just read it out. I'm so utterly co- unconcerned with the outcome of that fight. So profoundly, utterly unconcerned. I can't even come up with a fake answer. I guess I have to root for Superman because he killed me. So I'd hope he would continue his ceiling killing Spree and become a serial killer. That there'd be a new take on Superman. We'd all be in a heap of trouble if Superman was a serial killer. He could just wipe us out. But then he'd be lonely. Yeah. Which, so that's what Michael Shan's opinion was. And also Batman's motivations for the entire plot of Batman v Superman. Yeah, they're quite
0: dodgy, aren't they? What if he does become evil? Oh Yeah, yeah that's just that's just such a good response, because let's face it. Michael Shannon isn't really even in this film. He's he's briefly in it as a corpse, and I'm pretty certain the second time he appears in it as a corpse. It's a rubber kind of prosthetic mannequin because it doesn't look natural. Yeah, probably. It looks like they it only had him for one year. day, and so it was for the close-up shot they got him. And
1: skinny Jesse Eisenberg was like carrying him about. So yeah, and Jesse
0: Eisenberg's probably <laughs> quite <a> weak. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. He, I mean, he was Mark Zuckerberg, and he's quite skinny. Rich but Skinny. But yeah, yeah, that's Michael Shannon's indifference, and I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah. It's accurate, though. Very. So, accurate. shall we get on with the feature presentation? And then yeah. afterwards, as promised, but initially we were going to record something where we kind of almost role-played scenarios where we were the two people fighting, but we ended up seeing the film before that. So now at the end of this, we're going to do something along those lines where we just... Maybe kind like of spitball ideas and what we would do instead. What we'd have preferred to happen. Yeah. There were a lot of things where you'd, you'd say, why does Batman do this? It'd be more efficient to do this. Why does Superman do this? Why does the storyline hinge on this? Why why is this a dream within a this and a, within a this? What's going on here? What's this? Yep. Feature presentation. Batman v Superman. No spoilers for a bit. Yeah. General kind of opinion of the film, Tom, what did you think in general? That's a weird one. I thought the film was
1: entertaining, but it was very long. And I I wouldn't say it was a good film, because they just had too
0: much in it. It was just, there was too much used. I'm going to be honest here, just interject and say it hurt my eyes near the end. It literally caused me physical pain, almost. Yeah. Well, I say almost. It caused me some physical pain just looking at it. It was so flashy. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's more than fair, Tom. Zack Snyder has caused me physical pain. Screw him. I feel like had they cut
1: some bits out, used that time to set up proper character motivations for everybody, and, you know, established a (laughs)
0: storyline... Like, let's put it be. this way motivation wise everyone's on drugs yeah. paranoid throughout this entire film doing things for no reason whatsoever yeah well we'll, we'll get on to that yeah I, I would give it or, or should we do ratings at the end Um, what can we talk about can we, we can probably talk about like performances because that's quite vague yeah that's fair uh, that's not too spoilery best performance Ben Affleck yeah easily oh wait out of the lead actors or out of like some of this because there are quite a few like smaller parts. I like out of the lead actors, but who's your who are your people? In the I really party? like Jeremy Irons as sassy Alfred. Yeah, Alfred's yeah, no. always sassy, but he was super sassy. That was very fair. He was very good as Alfred. Yeah, Jeremy Jeremy Irons. He's he's good. He doesn't do loads of stuff these days, but when he does, well done you Tom. You managed to split a cable. Good for you. Yeah.
1: Not split a cable. I plugged a cable into itself and then. Unplugged it with
0: my legs. So, fair enough. Because I'm a tough Holly Hunter is Senator Finch. I liked her. Uh, yeah. She yeah. was kind of like a tough southern woman who was Mrs. Incredible in The Incredibles, funnily enough. And then the other person I liked, Lawrence Fishburne. He was quite good as Perry White, just because he had some good one liners. Yeah, that's fair. But out of the main actors, Ben Affleck easily. Mm, definitely. So who are the main actors? Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, I think that's how you pronounce her name, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Amy Adams. Yeah. Who do you think? What? Best performance? From a lead. Oh, Ben Affleck. Yeah. yeah. Ben Affleck's Batman is... And is, if you've read any kind of reviews, and you probably have, because let's face it, if if, we're, if we are your source of information on films, then what are you doing with your life? Yeah. Come on, man. I'm surprised you even found us. We're basically hidden away, like Batman. Damn it, Chloe! Yeah, get out of here. Actually, Batman isn't even really hidden in this film. Like, it's it, it takes inspiration from the Dark Knight Returns, where he goes away for a long time, then comes back. Hmm. But then in this, he's just kind of like there. Yeah, for the entire. He kind of gives you the impression that Zack Snyder saw some of the visuals from that comic near the end of the story, and yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. Who who wrote this? I think it was David S. Goyer and the guy who wrote Argo. Right. And you'd expect... David S. Goyer wrote the Dark Knight trilogy. You'd hmm. think they would have done a better job. Yeah, that's fair. Or may, maybe the studio just said to them, put this in the script, put this in the script, have this character in, but you know. Shall we yeah. enter the spoilery part of the procedures? I think I can criticise Jack Snyder a bit more first.
1: Okay, fine. <laughs> you... I don't like Zack Snyder, do you? <laughs> ah, yeah. I, I didn't mind him until this.
0: I he think. did Sucker Punch, though. Yeah. That's an awful film. Yeah. But everyone knew that was going to be an awful film. Yeah, that, the, weird, the funny thing about that is, Zack Snyder, he lacks all originality. And then if the Sucker Punch was kind of his own brainchild, where it was his most... It's kind of like his Star Wars, pretty much, as Star Wars was for George Lucas. Yeah. Or Pulp Fiction was for Quentin Tarantino and it's apparently just balls yeah it's really bad is it really balls it's it's awful all balls
1: no I'd say that's one of the main problems
0: it's all Uh, oh yeah apparently it's really misogynistic is what Tom's getting at yeah yeah it's weird but um yeah Zack Snyder absolutely aimless direction for this shall I get on with the spoilers yeah alrighty then alrighty then Batman, all the critics, well, actually, as I was saying earlier, I kind of left that hanging. As you probably already know from reading other reviews, everyone likes this Batman. Hmm. Good fighting style, like, good fight sequences with him. Yeah, He's quite, Ben Affleck, there's, like, a perfectly functional Batman thing. Alfred's good. Batmobile, good visually, like, the best kind of tearing around kind of Batmobile you've had hmm. on film before. Good Batman, right? Yep. Shall we go for... Right, so in the start,
1: it. I mean, I guess every film has to do this, but... Oh, the origin. Yeah.
0: I quite like that, because it was very brisk, and it was kind of like... It was quick. You know it, his parents are killed, we've got Thomas Dean Morgan as his dad, but we don't use him an awful lot, because we can't, but that's a shame, isn't it? It was maybe... It was more of like a montage of his parents getting shot. Yeah, it was two intercut shots of their funeral and their death. Uh, One bit I really, really hated
1: in that bit, though, was he falls down some kind of... into a cave. Yeah. Where there are bats.
0: As he usually does as Batman.
1: And then he gets thrashed by bats, as per usual. But then he starts to fly with all the bats. It's like
0: something out of a looper. He starts to hover (laughs) up into the air slowly. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be a dream. Oh, it's a dream sequence. It's just kind of like a... You that didn't even be a dream sequence. Yeah, it's pointless, and it makes the start of the film a bit weak. That I would say, that was probably the point which, uh, cause going into it, we knew the reviews weren't good. Yeah, but that was the point around about there. where I was like, oh god, this ah, isn't going to be great. But not because of that, because mm-hmm. when all the things were coming up, saying starring, directed by, and all that, yeah. Hans Zimmer was doing the score. I knew that. Yeah. One of the best composers you could get in the business. Mm. But on the screen, it came up and said, music by Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. And I thought, what the hell? You can't get two more incongruous musicians than Hans Zimmer, who can conduct a big orchestra and make a beautiful film score. Mm. And then Junkie XL, who, I don't know what his style is exactly, but he did all the crazy music for Mad Max. Oh, right, yeah. <clears throat> and that's basically... <coughs> I'm dying. <coughs> oh, my Haribo's have come back to haunt me. I'm sorry. But yeah, this film's just got... They just wanted too much. And that was really summarising the fact that you've got those two. Yeah. And I don't like the score. Did you really, did you notice it much? Cause... Um, th- There were no bits where
1: I was like, ooh this is really good. Yeah. Like, this is really good sort of background music. Whereas, there are definitely
0: other films, like, The Dark Knight... Man of Steel, even, hands there's a bit where, I think he's he's just about to destroy the world engine, and it hands him a score kind of flares up, and it really adds to that scene. Mm. But then in this, you've got that kind of same kind of dramatic music, but then you've also got, like, crazy guitar riffs, like, and they don't... Granted, you know, the score's not something I can... Recall perfectly from a memory, but just mm-hmm. thinking about it generally, I kind of thought this doesn't gel really. Yeah, it? it didn't. It didn't
1: go perfectly. Yeah. Um, on to the next scene, which I have to say I really
0: liked. Oh yes, um, I've, I've written like three things down here that I liked, and this mm-hmm. is one of them. Yeah, so it sets up Batman's motivations for why he doesn't like
1: Superman, which you really needed to have. That was really important and they did it really well. He's in Metropolis during Superman's fight with General Zod and Superman's laser vision cuts through the Wayne Enterprise building. Yeah. As people
0: were trying to evacuate. It cripples Scoot McNary's character. It does. Makes him lose his legs. Uh, Batman saves him. Yeah. That scene is just it's really dramatic, really good. It's interesting to see it from the other perspective. Mmm possibly like for me it's probably like either the best or second best scene in the film easily yeah what I do find weird though is how come Bruce Wayne like he arrives in Metropolis from a helicopter mm. he drives himself through the heart of the city yeah he's the kind of person where people will be like no Mr. Wayne get out of there yeah no yeah. one bothers with that but they only start to evacuate the building when he calls them. Yeah, yeah, um, that is a bit yeah. weird. They're kind I of like, about that. wait, no one move anywhere. We don't, we don't leave this office till Bruce Wayne says. And he's like, Jack, get out of there. And he's like, okay, Mister Wayne, everyone out except me. I'm gonna stay
1: in here. It's time for the captain to go down with his ship.
0: Oh. Jack, you're not a captain, and this is a building. Oh, God, yeah, you're right. I Have to leave. <laughs> oh, that orchestra there, like playing Titanic music was throwing me off it's like so we synced up onto the accounting floor yeah um, but no I thought
1: that bit was really good he saves it, a child nice and dramatic it sets up like a
0: believable uh, origin for his animosity towards Superman and Ben Affleck nice and like infuriated face as he looks up at the sky great yeah. <coughs> And now we've covered all three of the things that I liked about this film, I think. Really? The, some of the actors, the new kind of Batman and his style, and that destructive opening scene.
1: Yep. Those are the three things in your tick, Colin. Yep. Anything else you liked about this film? Um,
0: Any like, scenes or anything? I've like, got to say... I.
1: I have something somewhere just I'll let you think about it oh, there's a bit for later on that I'm going to talk about you obviously. can say it now you say it now if you want no no because it will be later on for the things we wanted to happen oh yeah that's no, no. something I think would be that's
0: um, fair enough um, what do you think of Wonder Woman?
1: Uh, I really liked Wonder Woman in it but I, didn't I have a controversial opinion about Wonder Woman oh, No, you are misogynist a lot of people like the fact that Wonder Woman was in this but I wouldn't have put her in because this film was <laughs> way too crowded and That's they didn't fair. include a lot of character motivations in it which are way more important than like the other characters. like Lex Luthor's motivations for anything are never set up. That's, yeah.
0: You're just banking on the fact that the audience knows he's evil. He's a lunatic in yeah. this film. And he, he decides to just destroy everything for no reason. Yeah, I know.
1: Like, Lex Luthor does not benefit from the world being destroyed. His and they nearly kills him. Yeah, I know. There's, there's no way he would even think he would benefit from
0: this. He's. I'm surprised they didn't hang him at the end for yeah. just general treason. <laughs> Bastardry of this character. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jesse Eisenberg, terrible. Don't blame him, but just. Yeah, I'd say
1: Jesse Eisenberg's character I didn't like, but it looked to me like bad direction, yeah,
0: rather than bad acting. I I don't have much of an opinion on Eisenberg, but it's clearly just Zack Snyder's said, "Hey, why do you need a bit of like a kooky young Lex Luthor?" And it comes across as just annoying. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not... Jar Jar Binks, basically. Is that kind of annoying character? Yeah, it seems better suited to like
1: the Joker than Lex Luthor. And that's not what Lex is all about. Like I get, he's like a maniac billionaire, but he's like
0: a considered, intelligent maniac billionaire. Yeah. Like uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Now I've got nothing against him. I just <laughs> got to make the link. But yeah, the his cadences when he speaks are just weird. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I will. I, my interpretation, that is Jesse Eisenberg said, hey, "I might try doing this." And then yeah. Zack Snyder being a bad director was kinda like, Yeah, that works, I guess, but it doesn't really work. He's like, He'll be like, <laughs> Like weird little noises and then uh he'll he'll be talking like this and then suddenly something suddenly, suddenly shout something and uh, party goes and yeah. bye. It's just no no but he's a clear mentalist. No one would give him a company yeah. to be in charge of. Yeah, I mean it sets him up as
1: mental. If that's your only character development for him, I guess well done, but he should have had more character development, and that should have meant you didn't have to rely on the
0: mental aspect of his character that much. Going back to Wonder Woman, though. Yes. Her her standalone film is going to be set like 100 years previously, and that's where that photo's from. Okay. She's missing a film. There's a full film they should have made before introducing her, Yeah, which shows who she is. What well, like yeah, what's her, going on? Her character does nothing. Yeah, now her.
1: they're retroactively writing her into sort of this one. Yeah. And like we kind of already know what happens in the film. They're like, here's a picture of Wonder Woman at the end of World War One and here's Wonder Woman saying, I turned my back on humanity a hundred years ago which also by the way, no She became you like, didn't Audrey Hepburnish. <laughs> Socialized you were attending in attending shitloads of
0: parties. You moved to America at the end of the First World War. Moved to apparently metropolis, one of the most densely populated cities on the planet. So bad, and she's supposed to be like the big Amazonian woman. What do you think she... of Gal Gadot's performance? Um. Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? I can't remember even doing that much. They didn't give her a, a good part to act with. I would say. I think regardless of that she was a bit wooden and her accent was not I don't know I think she might be like the name is, is one of those ones where you can't gauge like sort of like Johnny McIrishman or clearly that person from Ireland. It's Gal Gaddo. I think I've heard people say English, Greek, American also. I don't know yeah. where she's from. I, but in the film you just can't place her accent it's like I see I always think with that I thought she
1: was like meant to be wooden like stoic yeah it came
0: across as just kind of flat to me
1: yeah I guess but I, I think that's because she kind of didn't have that many lines yeah. like a, like as Wonder Woman she had loads as urban socialite Nancy McMillian Diana there. Prince is <laughs> but her
0: that was that was so weird <laughs> <laughs> flip Diana Prince what you got Hmm. Prince Diana, Princess Diana. Is that what's that? Oh, that's a, that a Twilight Zone theme you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Conspiracy. I thought this film was kind of dull, to be honest. Um, I know we're kind of dotting around a bit, but I didn't think the fighting was that interesting. The fighting.
1: See, you don't care as much about this, but I do physics and. Oh yeah improper use of physics annoys me. It doesn't matter how hard the container for something is. If you throw it through three stories of something, you pulverise whatever's inside. And what and what was this object and what was inside of it? It was Batman in his Batman armour who gets smashed through like eight stories of buildings. Like I get that metal can like take some of the impact, but some of the impact goes through the Batman body. Which would you know yeah, kill Batman, oh and also there's loads of points where like the Batmobile gets completely wrecked when it hits Superman, but Superman doesn't hit it. He just stays where he is. The force of that impact is not increased by Superman just being there, unless unless he's got weird powers where like if you hit him, his skin goes like Nya! and punches out at you. But I mean. That isn't what happened. Like, he basically, the Batmobile's, like, crashing into walls. It's in the trailer. It's, all fine. it's getting smashed into stuff. It's all good. Then it hits Superman, and it's like, now the Batmobile's on fire, and the back ends come off, and Bruce Wayne's legs are broken. Oh, yeah, and it surprised me that Batman... And, uh, oh, wait, he kryptonites him before that's possible. But instead of, like, smacking people off walls and stuff like that, he should have just snapped Bruce Wayne's arms. Yeah. Maybe... Like that's that was the thing that annoyed me. They did a good job of being like, here Batman has kryptonited Superman and Superman isn't strong enough to fight him now. But they did a bad job of then going, Oh, but and then they were like, oh, but now he is able to fight him, the kryptonite's worn off. And I was like, oh that keeps it interesting, that's really good. And then they're like, and now the first thing he does is throw him through four stories of building or smack him off a concrete wall it did not make any sense Like. there's only I mean.
0: one real Batman v Superman confrontation in this film like a bum mm. fight bear in mind for the last three years or so since Man of Steel when they've been selling this they've been saying mm. Batman fighting Superman it's eight minutes long maybe at most yeah that's very funny it's not very interesting if I'm honest and a lot of it if you know anything about The Dark Knight Returns, and I'm not a huge comic book fan, but I know what happens in that. So, I've basically seen this fight. Green Arrow fires in the comic and a kryptonite arrow with Superman. He catches it, it explodes in his face and gas comes out. Hmm. Batman fires a kryptonite grenade, Superman catches it, gas, he punches him. Yeah. Sonic Wave Guns, they've used that as well. It's just, it's just not very really original, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, and like, just, uh, there were loads of points where
1: like, the one thing I liked is that when he, ma- he makes like a big kryptonite spear, and the spear is a good choice for things to make out of kryptonite, Yes, for weapons wise, like, if he'd had a kryptonite knife, that would have been funny. Also, what's the range for kryptonite being able to affect Superman? Because um, surely
0: the answer is always to fly away and use your laser vision. Even run away. Even if he's been weakened, he can still probably run, like, Mm. as fast as Batman. Yeah, run to a distance you can fly, and then laser vision him. He never thinks these things Mm. through.
1: And also, uh, they set up Kryptonite pretty well. They're like, here, it makes Kryptonian cells decay. And I was like, cool, that's scientific. It's not just a... It makes him weak all of a sudden. But then, when he gets hit by the Kryptonite gas... It doesn't make his cells decay. Yeah, it just makes, makes him weak. No, Superman.
0: D- Superman's really strong. His face should have rotted off. Nah, now that, that does happen when he gets out, hit by the nuke. Yes. Another thing which happens in the Dark Knight Returns, albeit a bit different, but it's still the same thing. Yeah, and the same look as well, isn't it? In the Oh yeah, returns
1: he gets all zombie-faced.
0: Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, um, special effects. I thought they were shit because they may have looked nice, but there was far too much. And it blinded me at the end. Yeah, yeah. A lot of bright lights and loud noises that were unnecessary. That's what I like about the Oscars last... Well, I say last year, but this year when they awarded them. Hmm. All the things that were nominated and the thing that won, they weren't as such who's got the most expensive special effects. It was who's used them best. So The Revenant was nominated for its bear scene. Ex Machina for the Leash of Icanda robot, which won, even though it was only $15 million on that film, or something crazy. Yeah. Star Wars, Mad Max, and something else. I think maybe Ant-Man. So all those things use it necessarily. Batman v Superman. Just for the hell of it, really. Yeah, wasn't really necessary. Um, do you want to go for our least favourite bit? Um, I'll have a look in the middle column. What have we got left here? We've got the ending, but we may as well cover that at the end. Yes. Tone. This film is fucking miserable. It is. They it's, made the Superman outfit more colourful. But they made the general tone much sadder than Man of Steel. Yeah. There were even fewer jokes than Man of Steel somehow. Mm. Apart from Alfred's little backhanded comments, there was virtually nothing yeah. in this film to that, laugh at. That's what they like to go for, though. they... They, DC does
1: love, like, dark, dystopian futures. But
0: it it doesn't, doesn't need them. here. It doesn't... It shouldn't have them. Think about the Dark Knight trilogy. There were still a few jokes mm. here and there where it was, like, Al, Michael Kanger saying, like, you know, why can't you lift... You do all these push-ups and you can't lift this bloody log. Yeah, that was funny. And it, there were a Bit of levity like, in a serious moment. It worked. This is just kind of like oh wait, we're at the end of the film now, maybe we should throw a joke in. I thought she was with you. And then all the audience applaud, right? Right, guys? No. It's not funny. And like, I don't know, there should have...
1: All of the bits, (coughs) sort of... I was thinking, this is so weird, because one of my criticisms is the film is too long, and another one of my criticisms is that you should take five minutes out and do stuff that isn't really, really story related. Yeah. All of it was like, and now we're scheming to do this. And, and now Batman's this person, looking for the white Portuguese. Yeah, and now he's scheming to do this. And this other person is scheming to do this. I have like five minutes out where like Batman goes, I'm going to scheme to do this by taking someone out for a dinner. Because it takes five minutes off the oh, what's happening
0: now? Who's this evil person? Eater. Fucking sandwich, Batman. It's there's a lot going on where when we're trying to recall what happened now, there were probably big. There's probably like a half hour patch of the film we haven't even mentioned anything from because there's just so much going on. Mm. I mean, I guess we'll probably come to it later, but yeah, this Man of Steel. They said we don't like the fact he killed General Zod and the city. Okay, we'll listen to that. Made his costume brighter. However. Uh, He's going to destroy another city, basically, and kill even more people. Like, so many more people. I've got to admit, I I like the fact that he killed General Zon. Oh, I thought that. I, I thought it was nice and dramatic. Henry Cavill sold it. It worked mm-hmm. well. But in this, it was just... Oh, no, there's a terrorist, and he's got Lois Lane. Should I use one of my many powers to turn the gun into just mush in his hand? No, but I think Should the problem I was... The problem
1: was they were like, if you fly away, we'll just kill her instantly anyway.
0: Which we he he still flew away just at the guy. No, I know, but they, recklessly. They, they have telescopes, Luke.
1: Luke. They could see the direction he was going. It was in a small room.
0: No, no, this is at the very start when the terrorist has got Lois Lane with oh, a head. Oh right, okay. First thing Superman does in this film, flies into the guy, seventy miles an hour, through several walls, kills him definitely. Yeah. That's another thing. He's faster than a speeding bullet,
1: but he's not incredibly faster than the speeding bullet. If he'd just pressed the trigger, she'd definitely be dead. There's He covers about five metres in the time it would take the guy to go, oh, he's going to move towards me. Bang. She should have
0: died. He's, there's so many things he should... Not only is that risky, he mm. should have lasered him. If he was going to kill him, at least do it in a more fast and efficient way where it's kind of like... Oh, I'm going to surrender. Oh, some laser vision. and I've blown your head off. Yeah. Lois is fine. Instead, I'm going to fly really fast in this smallish room at the two of them. Yeah. And hopefully not hit Lois.
1: Yeah, it's really weird that he doesn't hit Lois. Because, like, Superman's a big guy. He's Henry can He's six foot. Mm. Two. How's he going to... He, like, squeezes all of his, like, shoulders and everything into, like, the upper right torso of the guy that's holding Lois. Yeah. But anywho... Shall we go on the things
0: that we don't like? Yes, definitely. Doomsday. Don't Doomsday. need
1: it. Didn't need it. Should have cut it out. It had another half an hour of film that you could have used to set up Lex Luthor's motivations.
0: Or anyone's motivation. Or just a joke. Here's like... We're, go- we're, go- we're going ahead a bit here, but Death of Superman and the whole Doomsday thing, th- This that's one big comic storyline yeah. that they shove onto the end of this film. Yeah. It should have ended when... Superman confronts Lex Luthor and says, Batman's just stopped your plan of killing my mother and now I'm taking you in kind of thing. Yeah. Two hours in, good point to finish on. Make another film if you want to include Doomsday. You've got the Justice League. Yeah. You could have ended the Justice League part one with the death of Superman. It would have had the same dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't have meant I had to sit comatose for an extra half an hour sitting there pulling... My, I'm, and I'm not joking when I say pulling my hair out. I was actually... I did have my head in my hands at one point during this film. Yeah, you did. You you really didn't like this film. Oh yes. Like, I sound like I hate it more than I actually did, because, like, there's some good stuff in it. It's just, it's so disappointing. And it's so baffling, some of the mistakes they make, when they thought, wouldn't this be good? No, it's not. Don't do this. Yeah. Uh, um, the length we've already mentioned. Oh, can
1: I do one of mine? My- Oh, yes. Anybody lovely. that knows me personally will uh, know that I enjoy a really good slapdash, get some exposition in without it really meaning anything, dream scene. Oh, Except, yes. no, I don't, because it takes everything away from the film. Because when I'm watching it, I just start going. Yeah, that could have happened, or it could be a dream. Like, I was half expecting Superman at the end to, like, wake up out of a hospital bed and someone go, you got kryptonited by
0: Batman, and had this weird hallucination. you imagine the giant Ninja Turtle destroying the city, and then you got (laughs) nuked in your dream? But there was, like, so we
1: had the dream (laughs) sequence at the start. That was really weird and didn't add anything to the plot, so that was bad. We had, how many dream sequences?
0: Brother? I think we only had two, but there was there were dreams within dreams, yeah. which made it feel like more. The second one was... The nightmare. He dreamed, he went to his parents' mausoleum and got attacked by a giant bat. Yes, yes, that one. I don't know, I think there might be three, actually. Yeah, yeah, because then you have the nightmare. There's the one where he wakes up and he's next to like a woman in bed and he has a drink like in the morning. So I think there may be a third one somewhere down the line. Oh, the massive future... No, yeah, that's The Nightmare. Oh, no, I thought you meant the one where a giant bat attacks him. Okay, so there's... Yeah, the giant bat one. It's a horrible little jump scare that you don't mean. I was like, why have you thrown a jump scare into your Batman the Superman film?
1: Yeah, there's like blood
0: coming out of his mother's grave, and then a bat comes out of his mother's grave. pretty much just the bat from Batman Begins that people imagine when they're terrified of Batman. Yeah. And then he wakes up in the Batcave, and then suddenly The Flash... Out of fucking nowhere. No, that's the nightmare. Is it? Yes, that's another dream scene. Okay, right, okay. This is, this is what this film's done to me. Right, so <laughs> this is the problem. There were too many dream scenes. Right, so then there's that there's the bat one where he gets attacked by the bat. Then after that, I believe, he has a future prediction. Yes. Where it appears that dark side and Dark Side's clearly been on the world, like the big yeah. DC villain. It's got kind of like Dark Sides Minions mm. and these Superman soldiers. Batman yeah. tries to buy some kryptonite, gets double crossed. Yeah, kills a dozen people, which yeah. is something I'll mention in a bit, which I didn't like. And then Superman shows up. It's in the trailer where uh, Ben Affleck, Batman, is chained. He's he's wearing like a nice duster, nice mm. desert duster, very nice. Then Superman kills four people with laser vision. That he's also got prisoner. Yeah. And then punches Batman in the heart. Yeah. Oh no, at first he goes like, You took her from me. She was my world. Yeah. And then he like pulls her. It. Um, I think he just kinda of punches through it. Yeah. And it's one of those okay, that's a you know, like a future worst-case scenario, but even so, that's weird to put in your film. You don't need that. And it was so obvious
1: th- it was a dream because we kind of knew that Superman had no plans to go to a random desert to get this Kryptonium. You also,
0: also saw a destroyed city in the background. So just in the middle of the film, Yeah, if you weren't paying attention, it would have thrown you off for five minutes.
1: Yeah,
0: And then he wakes up in the Batcave. Then the Flash appears out of fucking nowhere. Yep. <laughs> I got to actually do it probably that time. <laughs> saying, because he's travelled through time and he's like, Batman, Lois Lane's the key. Oh no, I've come too early. And I made a little rhyme there. <laughs> then uh, Batman wakes up from that dream, apparently. Yeah. But that probably wasn't a dream. That was probably Flash travelling through time. But then he woke up, so His was it dream- a dream?
1: His dreams? That's th- See, this is the problem.
0: It's all set up. Yeah. That's been done too quickly. That just confuses you. Yeah. There's a reason why Marvel took four years to do this stuff. Yep. Yeah and there's a reason why it doesn't work when you do it all in one film Yeah. here's the flash oh look out in the future Lois Lane might be important don't kill her Batman presumably that's in another film because she sure as hell isn't the key in this film yeah she's in fact she's actively unhelpful during this film Um,
1: because during the Batman and Superman fight Batman has his kryptonite spear which he then throws onto the floor when he decides not to kill Superman because of
0: the fact their parents have the same name
1: yep Martha, Superman yeah. goes, Martha. And Batman goes, why did you say Martha? And then he goes, I have to go save Martha. Who's being held by Lex Luthor. Yeah, and then Batman goes, well, you know what they say, all Marthas are alike. And then they forgive each other. And then Lois Lane goes, I know what we'll do, she. I'll go hide the Superman, the, the kryptonite spear, in this water for no reason and then later on they need the Kryptonite spear but guess what it's in some water and no one can reach it because someone had to hide it
0: that's the worst part though she doesn't know they're looking for it yeah clearly they've cut clearly they've out an important scene where someone's like Lois where'd you put this, the, this, the spear oh god I better go get that instead it's just Superman saying to Wonder Woman I know what'll kill Doomsday and then Lois Lane going for a swim to find it yeah what the hell um, man? So at,
1: at the... should we just just cover the ending? Because um, I have criticisms
0: about I, it. I feel like... What What's next on our list of badness? Well, what were we just talking about? I blanked out a bit there because of this Dream film. scenes and then Lois Lane. Setting up the thing. Oh yeah, that's it. Setting it up. The email. Which one? Batman sends Wonder Woman an email which just says, hey look, here's the Flash, Cyborg, you and Aquaman. Yeah. And it's literally just... For starters, it's lazy and it's just three minutes of hey look here's Aquaman swimming around yeah uh, here's the Flash stopping a mugger and here's Cyborgs being hurt yeah a bit well being it makes him into a Cyborg doesn't it he's like it? Uh, it's his dad who who's trying to save his life and then yeah this weird metal and it, that video makes no sense because it's like there's one it's like two clips kind of compounded together yeah. one of them is him going. Oh, my son's not going to live. You know, he hasn't got long. Him. Then the next one, he's got a random cube. The, pulsating and flying. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, I found this cube. Don't know what it does. Don't know what it is. Don't know where we, it came from. But now it's attached to my son. And now he's a cyborg. How's, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that was... That was lazy. And also, just the
1: general dialogue of, um, of that email was really bad. It was like, I found your picture. But it doesn't belong to you. It,
0: it is, is you. Who, who are, are you? Where are you? And Who's it? the president? Am I Batman?
1: It's so weird. Because she knows it doesn't just belong to her, that it is her. You just have to say, like,
0: who are you? That's all you had to say It's obvious you. that Batman knows as well. It's not like, yeah. I know it's you. Yeah, it's a, it's a picture of me, and you've met yeah. me before. It's like, um, do you know that bit in the... <laughs> Where they're saying, like,
1: where he's got four lines that say the same thing. And he's like, make it work with one line. It's like, oh, I never really knew him. I didn't know what he was like. All I heard, oh, yeah. That's what they should have done. They should have used one line. And the line was, who are you? And they should have put that at
0: the end. When are you? How are you? I'm fine, thank you for asking. But when yeah. is your birthday? Would you like to go to dinner sometime? I'm very lonely
1: a dinner would have worked Yeah. Being
0: <laughs> the fact that Lex Corp designed the logos yeah, that's another for really those weird files bit. Yeah. so the Flash his logo is decided by Lex Luthor and his company basically Yeah. that lightning bolt on his suit you'll see later on in his film in the Justice League created by Lex Luthor and all that Aquaman Wonder Woman, Cyborg, same thing. I guess the only reason they could justify that is
1: if Lex Luthor was keeping the Flash in like some kind of basement and had like branded it onto him. and then the Flash was like, this will be my symbol. But then
0: even that, not really. There's, there's no reason. There's no well, reason to do this. Well, he's clearly out and about. I mean, his origin is he was in like a lab accident, mm. like all Spider Man villains. But he's, he's going around stopping muggers. It yeah. makes no sense and it's lazy. Imagine if the Avengers, was just at the start of that film it was like, Hey, we found like, this guy in the ice. here's a picture of him going, Ooh, I'm Captain America! And then we found this guy who um, turns into the Hulk when he's angry. Or oh, Here's a video of uh, Thor in the desert. Yeah. Wouldn't have worked.
1: In fact, they slightly do it with Bruce Banner. They go like, "Guys, in India, being a doctor. But then, he, like, they do that well because he's not in India hulking
0: around he's hiding and he'd already had a film before then The yeah. Incredible Hulk different actor but it's still like an origin story yeah and all right. setting up in fact Hulk. it's not even an origin story The Incredible Hulk is like after he's already become the Hulk it's weird mm. yeah um, we've already mentioned Lex Luthor and how it's not great yeah. carried motivations making no sense we've said that yeah uh, setting up dreams I think the only thing we've got left here really other than the ending is the characterisation of characters yes what is the one rule Batman adheres to don't kill the peoples in this film he shoots people not just when he has to when Martha Kent is held at flamethrower point
1: yeah that's a good kill Do it's, that that's kill. fair enough
0: but before then in the big fight sequence which is a great scene where Batman just wipes the floor of loads of people right out of the arkham games pretty much yeah he stabs would... a guy in the heart yeah he could have stabbed him in the sh- like leg or shoulder or anywhere else yeah but he yeah. just stabbed him straight in the heart see i we have different opinions on this though
1: because i i think it's a good symbolism of when it's like it's that feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel as in ego You've started killing people, Batman. Like, I don't mind that. Apart from when it doesn't make any sense for him to kill them. I mean, like... The Martha Wayne bit, it's fine that he kills that guy. Yeah,
0: he has to. to. But the
1: stabbing bit, I mean, it's the equivalent of him, like, just after the fight. Wandering through a street and setting a homeless person on fire.
0: It's so weird. It's like the second last guy as well. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't directly kill... That, the guy who gets blown up by a grenade, mm. because the guy for some reason goes back to pick up his grenades after it's already been sitting, you know, live for a few seconds and is about to blow up. Yeah, no one ever
1: shoots Batman <clears throat> as well. Like
0: He gets shot in the head in this film twice in that fight scene. They shoot him in the head at point blank range. What happens to him? He's kind of like, ah!
1: Yeah, so you know what I mean. But like, there's loads of points where people like drop guns and like run towards him. Run away turn around and shoot him in, like, the
0: chest and shit. It's so... Like... Yeah. But, yeah, when done well, that Batman killing when he has to works. Hmm. But this isn't, like, Dark Knight Returns Batman, where it's like, the city's just absolute chaos. I have to kill people. He's just kind of like, oh, well, I'm just going to kill these guys. I'm going to... And can I just say how brutal, brutally he kills the people with the Batmobile... Yeah, that's fair. He uses one car as a wrecking ball to crush another car full of people. Yep,
1: that's very fair.
0: Batman has so many gadgets for immobilising people. And the other car is already, like, stopped. The other car can't move. No, yeah. The
1: people in it are, like, out of the fight. And I didn't even realise that. No, yeah, he's, he smashes that car into, like, the side of a building and then flips another car full of
0: people. Oh. <laughs> His bloodlust nearly screws... He's trying to retrieve Kryptonite at that point. Yeah. And he's going after this truck that's got it in. But his bloodlust nearly screws everything up. Because yeah. he drives the Batmobile into the truck probably trying to capitate yeah. two people in the back. He nearly destroys the kryptonite. He doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah. He just tried to kill those guys. Yeah. And Superman's no better. Superman kills people. Yeah. I mean... What do you... I, this, this is a complete tangent. What do you think of the piss scene? Where it's Lex really Luthor... Lex Luthor put a jar of piss... In the Senate hearing, after because Holly Hunter had said you can take a, a jar of piss and say it's granny's peach tea, but that you know, doesn't make it true. So he just like puts a jar of it in the Senate hearing before he blows it up. And then it says like peach tea and it's next to her. Yeah. And then she turns it around and it says granny's peach tea
1: and then it explodes and she's like, no, oh no, the, the piss doesn't
0: explode. No, yeah, the um, room explodes, Scoot sorry. McNary gets, get, gets given a wheelchair by Lex Lufet in a really awkward scene where Lex Lupa is sitting in the wheelchair initially, kind of wheeling himself around, Yeah. and then the wheelchair blows up the Senate hearing, I thought they were going to blame it on Superman. That would have been like a kind of, oh, so Batman's kind of like, he killed those people, I need to kill him. Yeah. I thought it was going to go in that direction, and although it's so unpredictable, it was acceptable. Instead, everyone was like, oh my God, that guy in the wheelchair blew those people up and Superman survived. Damn That's- you, Superman. <laughs> Nobody even went, maybe this is a problem with Bruce Wayne. How did Lex Luthor get a jar of human piss into a Senate hearing mm. on a desk where there are various senators sitting? I mean, piss is warm. It smells. <laughs> I mean, not just Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter notices it, her senator. But it's like three senators either side of her and it's right in front of her. You would have thought that them would have been like... Guys, are we gonna say anything about the jar of piss that's right there? Who put that there? Is that not weird? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really weird scene.
1: Yeah, that is very
0: weird. And it had the potential to be interesting, putting like Superman on trial almost, but instead, they just pissed on it literally. <laughs> Thank um, you. So the ending, ending I suppose, yeah. Um, oh I know, characterization of Superman quickly. Oh. He decides not Superman would try tries to resolve things peacefully with words, but usually. Instead of, with Batman, he's just kind of like, um, what does he do? Oh yeah, he gets depowered by him briefly. Then when he kind of regains his powers, instead of saying, look Bruce, they've got my mother. Lex is, pu-. like he knows all, he could explain all this easily. Yeah, instead yeah. he was kind of like, ah, oh, you threw a grenade at me, you dick, I'm going to punch you. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and then yeah. the fact he says, he has to kill Batman to save his mother's, mother's life. But, he says, if I wanted it already, he'd be dead. That's his aim, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and also, it's not true, because he gets killed, well, not killed, but nearly killed by Batman. I know. And if it weren't for the fact he'd blurted out, Mother, when he was, you know, beaten. So weird. Lois Lane, completely unnecessary in that scene, shouldn't have been that. Oh, where she's like, no, it's his mother's name, and he's like, Mother mother yeah no, but she just turns up really randomly and it's not like she's gonna shove Batman off Superman speaking um, of random
0: mm-hmm. Lois Lane gets thrown off a roof Superman's just there No, uh, yeah like that one did not have enough explanation I don't think yeah it doesn't set up that he knows where she is like at any point and what an awful Lex Luthor plan I know I'll throw his girlfriend slash intend to marry her off a roof to piss him off, to get him to come over here. Then I'm going to tell him, in an hour, I'm going to kill his mum. What if Superman had picked Lex, Lex Luthor up by the throat and said, I'm going to break every bone in your body and then set you on fire if you don't release my mother right now? Lex Luthor dies, and he's he's an arrogant egomaniac. He doesn't want to die. Yeah, but like, he's crazy, isn't he? So maybe... That's Maybe kinda... he doesn't care about nah, dying? that goes against Lex Luthor's See, this is my problem. Well. The
1: characterization of this general character in Batman v Superman is really good for, say, the Joker. It's not good for Lex Luthor. The Joker doesn't care if he's going to die. He just wants to create a bit of chaos. Lex Luthor is like a considered conserved businessman. He's so methodical, he became president once. Yeah. God. Ending? Twice, actually. because Kevin Spacey.
0: Person. oh yeah good <laughs> old spacey yeah. yeah the ending is the, basically the death of superman yes. superman dies killing doomsday yes he picks up a
1: kryptonite spear and then flies it into doomsday and then doomsday stabs him but why doesn't wonder woman stab doomsday with the kryptonite that's what I was going to say in the
0: what we heard section like Can someone else please stab him with this? Because Wonder Woman, you've done a good job of cutting his hand off and stabbing him so far. Why not use this instead? Yeah. Instead, he's like, I'm going to feebly fly into him like a hero. And Lois Lane's like, don't do that. Listen to Lois. She's right. Yeah. And And Doomsday waits for them to have that conversation, which is weird. Hmm. Superman flies off after fighting Doomsday. They're still fighting. He flies off to see Lois and get the spear, like, help her and get the spear. I think Wonder Woman's supposed to be like, no, holding what really? No, what happens is after it cuts away from their little conversation, Doomsday is kind of looking at them. Then he like pretty much turns to look like, at Wonder Woman. Doomsday was kind of watching them, I think. For fuck's sake! Why? If you were just immediately showing Wonder Woman fighting her in the background, even oh. yeah, yeah, see. maybe works. had a couple of
1: bits where like Wonder Woman gets thrown into the wall <laughs> behind the conversation happening,
0: and then like jumps back up and runs back, and then gets. You talk talk about the ending. I'm going to get myself a glass of water because my throat's on fire. All right. Guess it's
1: Tom's podcast now. Um... I don't know. I think one of the major problems with the ending is Superman doesn't need to die. Bad decisions cause him to die. Luke, this is... I really don't like this. Oh, there's no one in here but me. Um... Wonder Woman as well because I feel like everyone's familiar with Superman's powers and Batman doesn't have any powers, but yeah. I didn't know what Wonder Woman's powers were. So in that final battle with Doomsday, the lasso of truth out of nowhere. Yeah, that yeah, she wasn't even holding it before. That's
0: not, I thought the lasso of truth just makes people tell the truth. Not, yeah, not hold a monster. Yeah, and she didn't have it
1: on her anywhere, did she? Unless. No, 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 <laughs> no. But you know, I mean, like it was nowhere on her. No, d- d- she
0: doesn't produce it. Like it's not like an energy thing. Maybe it's going to be her belt. I don't know. I you could probably look at trailers and things and see, but uh, who cares? Mm. But yeah, they really under. I don't know if you said this, but they really undercut themselves by not only immediately bringing back Superman by having the dirt rise, yeah. some kind of Inception ripoff, where yeah. the last shot is kind of like. Oh, God, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, that's Chris Nolan was executive producer for Man of Steel, so these films, have like, they're quite inspired by Dark Knight. And the last shot of Inception where, and this isn't really a spoiler, but it kind of lingers on one thing. I think it's like, a gradual zoom in, and then it cuts to black quickly. And then, I think much like, an identical kind of shot is used. The dirt rising from Superman's coffin slightly, yeah, and then it cuts he's still to, alive, yeah, it cuts to black. But uh, that's the thing you kill him off, you wait like one year till the Justice League films out. More of an impact than just huh, we're not gonna kill Superman off, he makes us money, yeah. try Try and like bring back Superman maybe halfway through the
1: next film, and also. None of Superman's powers involve the moving of dirt. We don't know how he has survived or came back to life, which is just vague and annoying. The only way he could get the dirt to move upwards would be if he, like, punched the wood of his coffin and it, like, threw it up. Kill Bill in. style. Oh, God. That was really stupid. Did they leave that grave open? Um, they... No, there were two people with shovels. Oh, okay. I right, she I...
0: walks away. I thought they then... threw one bit of dirt on and said, that's good enough. <laughs> No one's gonna steal from this grave. Uh, that... it would be it
1: would be so weird if they'd given him kryptonite shovels. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back and one of them just accidentally stabs him through the ribcage with it. Yeah. Oh boys.
0: Yeah, this this one's a hot mess. Yep. Go to see it, maybe? It's one of those things where see it out of curiosity and because it's like a big spectacle, but it's probably mm. one of the most disappointing films of all time. If the cinema near you is expensive, Still. Ours was quite cheap to be fair. It was only five fifty. Five fifty. That's reasonable. Two D film. Used to be like it's like nine quid on a Saturday. That would've killed me if that was three D. All those flashing images Oh yeah. It's a two it's a film to watch in two D, I think. That Dooms I I if you do if you kinda feel like a bit nauseated sometimes by big flashy stuff, there's like a ten minute bit where Doomsday just explodes loads of times and the entire city's full of fire and explosions. It's awful. That's another thing. Um again this is what I always feel
1: bad criticising comic book films for this because that's on me I should have read the comic books more
0: but please explain more of who Doomsday is because they didn't that Lex Luthor going into that Kryptonian ship and saying "Oh, what's in here so they the science behind making Doomsday mm-hmm. you get you get Michael Shannon's corpse yeah. also nominated actor Michael Shannon fresh off the Golden Globe nomination sprinkle mm-hmm. some blood on him yeah, and they were like, and
1: I, because I instantly thought I was like, ooh, it's like a Kryptonian body with human blood and it's like, messes about with the genetics. But then there's this weird robot chip thing
0: and it goes, you're not allowed to do that. And then, but has it happened before? Um, because in Man of Steel, the Kryptonian Council are really, no, we've got lots of rules. And Russell Crowe's like, Screw your rules, I'm going to punch them.
1: But are, are the rules specific to humans? Or is it when it's you like mix kryptonite anything super, with anybody it, they've else? They've
0: got very like harsh genetic things. It's yeah, probably an allegory don't... for stem cell research. Research, 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 probably. Yeah, they don't let kids be born on Krypton, do they? Speaking of kids, this is not a film for kids. Yeah. Batman brands sex criminals so they will later be harmed more in prison. And also, I don't like having children in the cinema with me. I don't blame Make them. them. Leave. <laughs> if, if you watch the, those old Superman films, are pure delight. Yeah, th- that's fine. Have kids in them. Yeah, but a lot of people would have would have come to this thinking Batman v Superman. Kids love Batman and Superman. I don't blame people for bringing kids. I blame them for making a film which should, by all rights, be accessible to nine year olds, mm. even if it. I don't think it's much swearing or anything. There was, but it it's was just so dark to be that I think the three-hour version is going to be R-rated. Yeah, they're releasing it on DVD, I think. Which but makes. Like, ugh.
1: I just like kids, maybe two years younger than us. Whenever they're in the cinema, are really noisy. Yeah. Which I would say is the main reason not to let fourteen-year-olds into fifteen films.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they've seen everything.
0: There's nothing in the fifteen. We, we've where discussed I'm... this before about the rating system. Yeah,
1: but maybe it's just like no noisy people. Yeah, it's anybody who orders the tickets too
0: confidently has to leave. <laughs> if you go to the cinema, never speak in more than a whisper. Don't try and open things quietly. Yeah, if, just because you can still hear something doesn't mean someone else can't. I've I've got quite bad hearing. Mm. If you were making a lot of noise and could still hear the film, I probably couldn't. And yeah. I didn't think it was too bad when we went, but just as a general rule, guys, let's all, we're all in this together watching I think films. The people on the left of us were talking like quietly, but they were nearest to me. Oh, yeah.
1: And it was just, it just annoyed me because no one should have been talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they were like constantly talking. It's not like somebody had one comment and the other person was like, oh, yeah. Like, it, oh, like who, who's that over there? Like, oh, it's, it's doomsday. Okay, thanks. It was like a full-on. They had a conversation in the middle of the film. Like
0: we're recording this while we're in a cinema right now. Yeah, we're watching back. A lot of people glaring at us. Sorry, guys. Get
1: on, get on we we killed an
0: usher who tried to stop us. But yeah, it's we f- also killed real usher. I, I, I strangled him pretty good. I'm not a fan of usher. Choking um, um, I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? That's all we have. So what? What would we have done? I mean, oh yeah. As I said, I think earlier, as Superman, I wouldn't have tried to ram Doomsday with a spear. I would have got someone else to do that. Who doesn't decay when he's holding said spear? Yeah, Wonder Woman specifically. Like, Batman. <laughs> yeah, just anyone e- but you. <laughs> what should Batman have done? Um, Stay at home. She probably should have been more reasonable. Yeah, he it was a bit overly aggressive.
1: Yeah, he should have made more than three kryptonite grenades. As I guess kryptonite's a rare resource, but all you, you, the kryptonite spear just had to have a little bit of kryptonite on the end. You could have made about five more kryptonite grenades and had just a. A, a kryptonite throwing knife. Yeah. Or still a spear, but make one bit of it metal and then the tiny bit at the end kryptonite. He made like half of it metal and then like eight inches of kryptonite at the end. But thats Is that helpful? Does it add anything? No.
0: It made it quite pointy.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, one other cool thing, kryptonite bow and arrow. Yeah. that um, I mean, obviously they shouldn't have done it, but it would be funny if Batman was going around like, ah, I've got you now, and then... Firing is one kryptonite arrow. Robin Hood, Robin Hood, riding through the glen. Oh, I missed it. Ah, I'm completely kryptoniteless.
0: <laughs> what was that? Nothing, Superman. I've got super hearing. I can hear your thoughts. Well, you can't hear thoughts, but you know. Um, I'd, 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 if we were to get really nitpicky, I did quite like the fact that at the party, Clark Kent was... Um, Uh, could hear Alfred talking to Batman on an earpiece. Yeah, that was good. Um, Another weird thing about the characterisation of um, Batman, uh, sorry, Superman. hmm. So this is, if I were Superman, and if I were generally the makers of these films, I would do a better job discerning between Clark Kent and Superman. Christopher Reeve, his posture, it's almost incredible the amount of changes, like, he bet, it's probably like an inch difference in height he changes when he's when he's Clark Kent. But there's a scene where he alternates between the two. And it's just such a massive difference. And those glasses mm. and like his really nervous, jittery persona. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Christopher Reeve is amazing in that. Clark Kent in this one is just the same guy as Superman. He's not like against a... Henry Cavill. Yeah. But you know. I think again, that's that's got to be direction. Like... Not... J.J. Abrams said to Daisy Ridley on the first day of shooting The Force Awakens, mm. "You've a bit wooden there, Daisy. Do you want to like?" He gave us some constructive criticism to yeah. improve the film. Yeah. Zack Snyder's clearly said, "Oh well, Superman's kind of stoic, so uh, Henry Cavill's fine." Yeah, but there's bits I don't where like, argue with him. He's like a big guy.
1: There's bits where, like,
0: as Clark Kent, he's being like
1: aggressive, and he's like, "And I hate Batman." <laughs> but... <laughs> doesn't make sense
0: because you're just a reporter man. I would have talked to him. Also, I wouldn't have, if I was Superman, I wouldn't have pissed off my boss so much. Like, Perry White was always like, Lawrence Fishburne, hey, have you covered that sports story? No, I went to Gotham and looked at this crazy guy who's branding people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, "Uh, can you do the sports story for me, please? And, uh, Clark, this is about Batman still and I'm annoyed. (laughs) Yeah, and there's one bit where he's
1: like, oh, I've done a first draft. He's like, yeah, you have. There are no words on this. You've just done, like,
0: a weirdly specific column layout. Come to think of it, what happened to Doug Stamper from House of Cards? He was in Man of Steel as one of the employees at the Daily Planet. But then he's not in this one. No, no, what am I saying? That would have added more stuff into this film. House of Cards would have picked up more, I think,
1: from the time between the films probably they can't afford the stamp
0: (laughs) stamp of approval (laughs) that's the problem this film doesn't get the stamp of approval not in the slightest we didn't give it our ratings did we no what would you say out of 10 um 5.5 to 6 6 I'll say 6 I'll say 4 and I think I'm being I'm being lenient I legitimately think Mm. the Fantastic Four reboot wasn't good a lot of people hate it I'd say it's like a four and a half or a four out of ten. I think it's legitimately better than this. They had, they had ideas that yeah. the studio interfered with. Yeah. Josh Trank, unfortunately, couldn't hold it together. Not entirely his fault. This is just variety of bad ideas. And it's cynical, but this is all about money. Yeah. You throw Doomsday in, what can you make? Action figures of Doomsday. Yeah. I... I need to improve my watchability rating. Yeah, it's Tom's little algorithm for uh, how watchable a film is. And as someone who uh, does film studies rather than maths and physics, as he does, you know, I kinda feel a bit outdone here in the intellectual area. You should be helping me. Fuck you.
1: I maybe it's times by like one minus the
0: time square. No 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 boring, boring don't push a table at me. See, this is why you're Superman and I'm Batman. Because <laughs> you're stronger, and you're I'm sadder. You're, yeah, your parents are dead. <laughs> yeah, but I uh, mine went mine went uh shot my muggers. I shot them for the inheritance. Then I realised they didn't have enough inheritance to poison, support my lavish lifestyle. Poison potato. <laughs> I, yeah, this is really the wound down kind of relaxed chill bit where we're kind of tired of this film. Yeah, we are. We're and, tired of doing it. We're tired of talking about it. So, Luke, any, oh, oh no, any other um, things you would have done different if you were Wonder Woman or Batman or Superman oh, or anyone? Done differently, Wonder Woman,
1: I'd have done more things in this film. <laughs> she relies a lot on Ben Affleck. Stephen things. I think Steven she was Ben Affleck. Right, okay, so Wonder Woman was either a secondary character, but I think if you look at the screen time she had, she may have been a tertiary character. She was barely in this. 10, 10 15 minutes. 15, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. And she did nothing helpful as well. She, like, just turns up, had a look around. She, she... saved Batman at one point. Which went was Day was about to fire him, and he goes, "Oh shit!" No, no, she but to... apart from that, like final battle. Oh yeah. Like there are points where everyone's like, "Ah, the Superman, the Batman's happening," and it's worried because they don't like each other, and she knows about that and does nothing to do with yeah. any of it. She just turns up for the final battle in Wonder Woman garb, mm. and. I'd have set up Wonder Woman's character, or not included her, and then done her film first to set up her character, Yep. and then put her in a film with Batman and Superman. Who do
0: you think would win the fight between Ben Affleck, Batman, and Henry Cavill's Superman, but if Ben Affleck had Matt Damon as a Robin sidekick? Is it without kryptonite or with kryptonite? Let's just say you had Matt Damon in this film as Robin and the bit where he's about to stab him. I think Matt Damon would be alright with that. I think Matt Damon would stab someone if he had to.
1: Matt Damon. I don't know, I think any Robin of any They haven't cast Robin yet.
0: It could still be Matt Damon. It could. It's Why for, it's do you want Matt Damon to be Robin so much? Because it's Dafflek. It's Damon and Affleck reuniting after Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> but it's not my fault.
1: <laughs> it's theirs for being so charming. It's weird. If you Goodwill Hunting was such a good film. And it we haven't gone off on of many tangents have we set up really promising careers for Matt Damon and Ben Affleck
0: to be fair now they've really hit their stride in like the last five years or so but it was rough for a solid five years at are you start sure because Ben Affleck just appeared in this film oh but he was good <laughs> oh yeah um, actually I've got other bits I was going to mention at Facebook Hans Zimmer said he's not going to be scoring another superhero film after this like after this came out he said I'm not doing that again Justin Wan, who's directing the Aquaman film, said, my film's going to be a lot lighter than that, don't worry. So he's not very keen on it. Fans are calling for Zack Snyder not to direct the Justice League films. Fair enough. What else? Uh, There's that sad fleck reaction where Ben Affleck's clearly sad with it.
1: Yeah. Um, What are we doing next time we record?
0: Um... As Civil War's coming out, probably Captain America and Iron Man Blade films for a few episodes. Yep. Um, you already knew that though. Why did you ask?
1: I don't know, but you know I'm here this weekend. We could do one on Saturday. A double episode week. Because we, we have we didn't do one last week.
0: Oh ah, yeah. We'll make up for it, don't worry. With a a double episode to week. To all of our many fan. <laughs> but um Oh Not yeah, also. watching anymore. Nah, Listening. Watching. Listening she's outside oh yeah she's right. in this cinema with us she's, she's saying please put the gun down let that child go she's going to fly at me in a minute and knock me through a wall but yeah right also uh, Ben Affleck has apparently finished a script for his solo Batman film because apparently he going to make some of them which sounds pretty good if you ask me it does however maybe you should murder fewer people and yeah that's fair So on our final note, goodbye.